Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Ron once again for another episode of the Profound Pickleball podcast. And my guest today is Daniela Beard. And Daniela is uh, one of the pickleball ambassadors for Bartow County, which is just north of um, the metro Atlanta area. And Daniela is, is a fairly recent ambassador. I'm going to ask her to talk a little bit about her experience as an ambassador. But um, I'll go ahead and just welcome you to the podcast. Daniela, how are you doing today? Hi, everyone. I'm doing great. And hi, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. Now, Daniela, let's start off with, um, I like to ask people, um, how did you get started in pickleball? What is your pickleball origin story? <laughs> uh, now you're making me feel like a superhero. So um, I moved to, to Georgia um, for, for a job. And so uh, my husband and I got married and we figured, hey, we should live in the same state. So we ended up uh, with jobs in Georgia. And um, because he works downtown Atlanta and I work in Rome, we ended up living in Ackworth. Um, this is important because they were building the Ackworth Community Center within walking distance of, of where we were renting a, a home at that time. And once it was built, we're like, hey, we should go check out what they offer there. And as soon as I walked in, uh, they told me about this pickleball thing that they had. And as I imagine, a lot of people have, have this reaction. I was like, pickle what? <laughs> and they told me about it and said, you know, the best thing that you can do is just come uh, check it out. They will teach you and uh, you can see how you like it. And pretty much I went back the next day, I think, or two days after that, whenever it was that they had the next session and sure enough I was introduced to pickleball and I have been playing regularly ever since. Do you remember who it was that maybe was there teaching people pickleball? Um, definitely one of the first people that I met was uh, Danine uh, England mm -hmm. and I remember uh, she she gave me her her card and I thought this is really official <laughs> you know I wasn't expecting that out of something called pickleball. Um, but yeah, uh, Danine at the time uh, was one of the first people that I met uh, that sort of introduced me to, to how to play the game. Okay, so you mentioned you were living in Ackworth. Well, now I believe you live up in Bartow County. Is that right? That's right. And uh, we, we moved here uh, September of you know last year. So mid-corona crises, uh, pretty much. Uh, but even before that, because I work in Rome, I would often you know, drive by, and so I had played uh, up here at Dellinger Park before, and I had certainly played at the indoor locations um, because they happened to fall right on my way to work or from work, mostly right. from work. Um, yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so you became, now when did you become an ambassador? Do you remember when that was? Uh, yeah, so I applied in December of uh, this past year and so it would have just been at the beginning of, of this year so you know like end end of December essentially okay and what appealed to you about becoming an ambassador what was your your motivation for that uh, so a kind of funny story I kind of asked myself the question when when the uh, idea of becoming an ambassador uh, came up of how is being an ambassador any different from that which I'm already doing on a regular basis? I am the kind of person that either I'm doing something and I do it to you know my full ability or I just don't touch it. I don't think I have an in-between mode 
uh, in things. And so I had thought about this, this idea of becoming an ambassador a few months before, but I thought, you know, I, I'm pretty busy, uh, you know, I was uh, finishing up uh, school stuff and, and thought, hmm, I, I can't, I don't have the time to even think about it. But then when um, sort of the, the Christmas break came and a bunch of, of stuff in my life kind of settled down academically, uh, one, one of the ambassadors uh, locally had called me and, and told me, hey, have you considered being an ambassador? And that's kind of how it came about for me, uh, was the community of ambassadors that are already in the surrounding counties uh, expressing their interest of, of having me come along them and essentially continue doing what I was already doing here in Bartow, but in a more official capacity. Once I moved here, it was a natural progression of things to, to be involved in, in trying to, to build uh, pickleball in, in this community. And, and so I think that, yeah, the, the other ambassadors uh, that at the time I wasn't one, right? But the other people that were already doing that job recognized the effort that went into that and, and said, you know, you would have resources uh, and this community of, of people who could help you do this better. So would you consider becoming an ambassador? And that's pretty much how it happened for me. Well, that's great. I, I can see, I, I, from what I know of you, you're a logical fit to, to be an ambassador. Um, uh, I've heard similar stories from some other people like Todd Short um, was yeah, sort of great. a de facto ambassador in Cobb before he became official. And so it sounds like you were pretty much the same way. I think a lot of times that's how uh, it works. You know, you just do the things that you love because you love them and then things just kind of happen along the way. Uh, it wasn't, you know, something I set out to do uh, because I, I just didn't think that it was an you know, when, when titles are involved, I'm not a very title oriented person. So I almost like naturally shy away from having anything um, be officially recognizable uh, because then that also comes with responsibility and, um, and time. And, and I just always wanna make sure that I'm doing a good job if I am going to say that I'm going to do something. And so that didn't really matter to me, the title in and of itself, but uh, it was shown to me that there are definite advantages in terms of what I could bring into the community if I was part of this greater group of people. Right. Well, so in Bartow County, I know that you guys have, there's sort of a groundswell movement there. I know that the uh, Dellinger events that you guys, especially on the weekends, have been really popular. Um, what are some other places people can play in Bartow other than Dellinger? Uh, so uh, the Bartow Parks and Rec ha have been incredible uh, in providing us with indoor places to play in addition to, to Dellinger Park. And so they, they've opened up uh, the South Bartow Youth Recreational Center uh, on Glade Road. Uh, so that's been a place that, that we've been able to play. Uh, Old Cass High School uh, is another one. And uh, we have had Dwayne, uh, who is uh, my wonderful, co-ambassador or I am his whichever way you look at it we are co-ambassadors here uh, and and he has run a ladder league for a, a while there it's not currently going but um, that was another location and then uh, there is also Houston Suggs gym which is 
over at Hamilton, Hamilton Park, if, if you are from the Cartersville area. Uh, so then, then there's also another um, outdoor venue, uh, Manning Hill, which is, uh, I believe, I have not yet had the opportunity to go out there. It's in Adairsville. Right. Um, it happens to be uh, at a night that I, I can never go out there. But as the summer hits, it is my hope that I'll make it out. But uh, yeah, all of those venues are listed on, on our Facebook page, by the way. So Excellent. Now, currently, um, I don't believe there are any dedicated courts de uh, in Bartow County, but um, I'm sure that there are things that you're trying to do to advocate for that. Is that correct? Absolutely. And uh, Dwayne and Beth uh, Cott have been so instrumental in, in this effort with a meeting with city officials. Uh, and so it would be the logical next step for us uh, with the numbers that we have been seeing consistently every week. Uh, and the fact that there is a particular location already at Dillinger that uh, has some tennis courts that basically anytime that we are there, mostly used uh, for pickleball, certainly there's a lot of tennis courts there. And so our desire would never to be uh, to take away from that, right? But the space is already there, the surface is already there. So it would be a, a pretty easy transition uh, to have that particular space um, transformed into pickleball courts. And so we are hoping that uh, we get enough momentum going uh, to to get, get it to happen. Right, yeah, I, I have, have had the fortune of playing at Dellinger. I've I played tennis at Dellinger a lot before I switched to pickleball. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know that I've ever seen all the tennis courts used. I'm sure that there are occasions when they are. Um, but the two courts where the nets uh, are set up for pickleball, the lines are down, to me, would be just a, a perfectly logical place to, I guess you could get six courts in there probably. Yes, that, that would be what we were thinking. Yeah, pretty much like they've done at Oregon and Shaw and Cobb. Yeah, and now um, even... Uh, in Rome. So congratulations to Floyd County. We're excited for for them. Yeah, that I believe they just opened this past weekend with their uh, their six courts up there. Um, so I, I'm kind of hoping that the leaders in Bartow have taken notice of that. Um, and I know that in Paulding, Deneen is uh, working on trying to get some dedicated courts there. So maybe the Bartow folks will not want to have you know, people <laughs> all around them with dedicated courts and them sitting in the middle with no dedicated courts, that, that wouldn't be a good look for the county, right? <laughs> I suppose not. <laughs> uh, but they, they've been really uh, great to work with. And I think that at, at this point, it's um, more really of a logistical thing. And, and I understand that there are costs that are associated with making these things happen. But it is my hope that sooner rather than later, we would be able to to bring something like that. And, and also, uh, because it is good for the county and and as you well know pickleball uh, creates excitement uh, around a particular community and, and a venue so it brings people and it brings life into a place and, and life that is of uh, people who are generally very kind and um, very upbeat so i think that bringing that into any given community has got to be a plus definitely and and you know, I think other communities are also seeing some economic benefits uh, from, you know, when they have tournaments, 
people coming in from out of town, you know, staying in hotels, eating at restaurants, and that sort of thing. Because as, as you and I both know, there are a lot of people who do travel around for these tournaments. Yeah, it, it's it's just, to me, a no-brainer, right? Um, but sometimes uh, you just got to help people see that, which is already very apparent. Well, absolutely. And I, I'm so glad that Pickleball has adopted the Ambassador Program because I've been involved in some other athletic ventures, and I don't really know of a good equivalent to that, of, of an ambassador program where the ambassadors are reaching out to the community to help the players, but also advocating for the sport with community leaders, uh, like the ambassadors tend to do in pickleball. Yeah, and, and they, uh, you know, the USA Pickleball it has a, such a, a heart to to reach the community from, uh, you know, within, in, in that sense uh, of, of getting people from all ages, all walks of life to come together and uh, just be able to experience something that everybody enjoys and everybody can enjoy together. Um, it, it's, it makes sense. It's, it's not a hard sell as far as that's concerned. And because of that, they have enlisted people that share the same values and and i think the process of choosing ambassadors that are embracing uh, sort of the same philosophy of of wanting to build community and to build a sport in kindness is is what has made the ambassador program as successful as at least in my experience it it seems to be right okay all right i'm going to shift gears just a little bit if that's okay um did you um play any other uh, racket or paddle sports before you got into pickleball? Uh, so the only uh, racket sport, as it were, that uh, I, I was a pretty amateur, avid fan of is, is ping pong in uh, high school and even before high school. Uh, I, I used to hang out uh, with some of the guys and, and we would have uh, just sort of our own little ping pong tournaments. And it it was a great, fantastic way to spend our breaks in between classes. And so uh, it was either that or, you know, playing in, in land parties, mm -hmm. uh, with things like Counter-Strike or whatever else, like just nerdy video games. So um, it was ping pong and that. So I, I played a good, good bit of ping pong, uh, which strangely, I never imagined it was going to translate into anything later in life. But I do think it, it, does translate pretty well in terms of reflexes or the way that I hold my paddle. I, I, I find myself thinking, oh, um, this backhand that, that I have and sometimes prefer, I think it's because of, of ping pong. Aside from that, I, I was, uh, you know, somebody who really loves sports all around, but that was the only racket sport. Okay. Well, specifically getting into paddles for just a second, what paddle are you using currently? Oh, I so remember the first time that I got an engaged paddle in my hand because it was so love at first hit, as it were, which is a weird way to put that. But um, yeah, I, I play with an elite pro uh, from Engage Pickleball. And it, it was, you know, it, finding a paddle that you love is a process. And as I meet a lot of, of people who are just starting to play pickleball. Not that I'm like some sort of expert, but just, you know, truly people who just started like this week, you know, uh, 
we sometimes have conversations about paddles and, and, and I just try to, to tell them that it takes some patience and some uh, trying different paddles until you find your right fit. And, and I think that's why it was such an exciting thing. The first time that, that I played with um, an engaged pickleball paddle, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been waiting for my entire life. It just mm -hmm. made so much sense. Uh, so that's what I play with. And, and recently they have been kind enough to take me on as, as a rep, mostly because I tr kept uh, helping people find paddles. And because those were paddles I knew really well, I was uh, getting a bunch of engaged uh, paddles on people's hands. And so I thought, well, at least if I uh, contact them, I'm able to offer uh, people some, some sort of better um, representation, you know, like answer mm -hmm. the questions better or uh, find have more information about the products and, and all of that. So definitely a big engaged pickleball fan over here. Excellent, excellent. Um, now this is a, this is a question that that I get uh, a variety of answers on, but I always like to ask this: if you could isolate one thing about pickleball that would be your favorite thing, could you do that? And if so, what would that thing be? I can understand why people struggle with <laughs> answering that question. Um, but if, if I can, I, I'll tell you like two out of the same thing. So the community of pickleball is my favorite thing. And this is not a, you know, a novel answer, but the reason why I have to choose community is, is both because it, it allows me to be better on the court but also outside of the court. So I know that for uh, a lot of people, this is a way that they have to, to be active. And I appreciate that very much. So that comes with, with the community part of it too. Mm -hmm. But the fact that there is so much support and uh, so much cheering on somebody who's beating you, you know, <laughs> like it's, right. it's, such, it's such a precious thing. Like to be able to, to walk away from a game in which uh, somebody just absolutely destroyed you, but but you know that the person cares for you as a human being um, is is a precious thing, and it doesn't happen in every sport. Uh, so the level of competition being great, but the community uh, being there, in in and out of the court. Like I have so many stories as a person who just moved to Georgia, you know, uh, not that long ago, uh, having found pickleball. I, when we moved. Uh, Stephen, half of the people who helped us move were pickleball friends. Uh, you had people with with their pickup trucks, with their trailers, with their um, just re every resource. We had people finding us boxes. Shout out to Jenny Jarvis. You know, she showed up at our house with an SUV uh, trunk full of of boxes that she had driven. I don't know how long to go get. Um, Dwayne had had a trailer at our house like we and I I mean I, I would be remiss if I started mentioning names I would never be able to to thank everybody enough and whether it be uh, we were sick with coronavirus uh, over the break and people were dropping off meals driving I don't know how long to do so uh, the people in pickleball are the best thing hands down for me right well that that's not a surprising answer that's very similar to that's sort of the theme, I guess, that most people uh, want to talk about is the community, the joy that people experience through the game. Um, and 
again, having been involved in other sports, none of them compare to pickleball in that regard, I will say. Um, I have some really good friends in tennis and I've played tennis for many, many years. But in the three and a half years I've played pickleball, it's just been a different world completely. And your, your moving experience is not surprising at all that the community would come and help you with that. Yeah, it's it's just unexpected. And um, it's it's been such a blessing for us to to have that, you know, and, and people doing so without any expectation of anything in return, simply uh, out of being kind. It's it's quite the the thing to behold and and to be a part of uh, aside from you know anything that happens on the court and that's great too i i really appreciate uh the competition i'm a very competitive person uh and i like to be the best that i can be uh and you know go from learning one skill and and trying to master it as impossible as that often seems and moving on to the next thing and having people who spur me on to do that but then at the end of the day if if somebody's having a bad day um knowing that there's humanity in that and that people care for you at that level as well right wonderful wonderful okay um let me ask you this let's let's say someone came up to you or contacted you and said i've heard about this sport called pickleball how do i get involved what do i need to do to learn about pickleball and get involved in the sport? What would you recommend to someone who, who asks you that kind of question? Uh, probably the first thing that I would ask uh, is where they live, right? Um, and based on that, I would think uh, about some key people that I might be able to put them in touch with. Obviously, if it's somebody that I know uh, personally or somebody that I have hopes to live close to, uh, then I'd offer to, to go out and, and teach them how to play. Probably would bring somebody along from, from the community of pickleball that's playing uh, locally there, or even just not even locally, but like closer, you know, sometimes uh, driving 45 minutes is some, something that some of us do, but not all of us are willing to do right away. Right. So uh, the, the first step would be uh, probably to find somewhere that's close to where they live, uh, where they can uh, start experiencing the game. Uh, I, I would say that there are uh, also for, for the people that are interested, some wonderful people who give uh, lessons like you, um, you know, Mark Price, and uh, we mentioned Deneen, and, and then there's uh, Wendy Brown, and just a lot of people out there that actually have a structured way in which they're giving lessons. Mm -hmm. So that would be an option. Uh, but then, you know, just my philosophy is always just come on out, <laughs> and we'll show you. Uh, you're always welcome. Anywhere in Bartow, people uh, here are are very uh, open to to beginners, and we have some some excellent skilled players. But it, it is the heart of this community to continue to to teach new people how to play and infuse them with the love of pickleball. So I think yeah, that that's what I do. Just try to get them involved. Excellent. Okay. Uh, and final question I like to ask people is sort of deals with the future of the game. Um, I think most of us involved in it are pretty much in agreement that it's certainly gonna continue growing. Um, mm -hmm. And I think as we see that growth, obviously there are gonna be some growing pains. Um, I know that some of my tennis buddies uh, complain a little bit about it. Um, and I try my best to be an advocate for the sport. Even I do still play some tennis, so I try to r ride both sides mm -hmm. of that line there. 
but as the game gets pop gets more popular can you envision it ever becoming you know as popular as something like tennis or a sport like that I hope so. Um, and I think it has the, the bones for it. You know, I, I agree with you that there are some things that are going to have to, to get worked out, uh, just logistically, you know, how, how, uh, people enter the community and in not uh, being seen as sort of like a, a, a rival thing, uh, from, you know, you know, in comparison to tennis, uh, and, and there's also a lot of, uh, sometimes lack of understanding of what pickleball actually is. It, it has, uh, this name that doesn't necessarily immediately explain what it is and um, and and yeah like that that's going to take some time I think information and as people um, become familiar with it uh, it has every ingredient uh, for success I I would I would not be surprised if if it grew immensely one of the ways that I think that is going to happen is, uh, I mean, and, you know, in my heart of hearts, I, I'm an educator, so I'll always think of things this way, probably, but um, getting the the youth involved and getting new generations involved in pickleball, I think, is going to be uh, of extreme importance uh, to, for that uh, end uh, to, to be possible. So just focusing on, on bringing, you know, kids along and and teaching them to love the game uh, is going to be very important. Um, but if that happens, and as that happens, I, I think pickleball is here to stay for a while. Absolutely, and, and I'm really glad to see people like Deneen and I don't know Mark Spackman are doing a lot of uh, training uh, with some of the, the youth in the area. I've seen there's some uh, youth tournaments out there now um, that uh, the, the young people are playing in. And I know that with schools, because, you know, every school pretty much has a gym, you know, you can mm -hmm. put down lines inside your gym and get a portable net. And so it's easy to teach from a standpoint. And it's also cheap uh, to, to put it together. You know, it does not require this um, extreme investment from, from the school perspective. Absolutely. So, yes. A little bit of tape and a, a few nets and some, some paddles, you know. Yeah, it's, it's very economical. And so I, you know, both of us are in education. So I try to encourage my educator friends to, you know, maybe in, explore that at their schools if possible. And they always ask about the costs. And so once I explain, you know, that it's not nearly as expensive as, as a lot of other sports, they tend to want to have more conversations about it. And I mean, people ought to be aware too that USA Pickleball um, has scholarships for these purposes. So uh, if ever the cost of a net is impetitive for somebody to start something that is going to so benefit uh, a particular community, definitely I, I would encourage them to, to get in touch uh, with, with them and yeah, to, to see what the possibilities are. Uh, you know, the cost of a net or a few paddles ought never to be the reason why uh, somebody doesn't get to experience pickleball. Absolutely. Well, Danielle, I want to say thank you very much for coming on today. I really appreciate your time. Um, I think the audience will appreciate your honesty and uh, some of your, your stories that you're able to tell us. Um, anything else you want to say before we, we head out here? You know, I, I just want to say thank you also on a, on a personal level for um, being a wonderful uh, person to play with. I've, uh, we've gotten to play a couple of tournaments together and 
um, you know, Stephen, you're you're awesome and you're super encouraging, and it's been just a great experience to to learn from you. Well, we've got a couple, at least one more. I know we're going to play at the Atlanta Open together um, this in is May, true. I believe. Um, and we'll. I don't know if we have any others on the schedule, but we'll definitely have some more. I'm sure. Yeah. Thank you so much okay. uh, for for doing this and for your love of pickleball and sharing it with all of us. I hope that this podcast takes off and that lots of people out there through the world get to enjoy the joy of pickleball because of it. Well, that's my hope as well. So again, thank you very much. And we'll go ahead and sign off now. Thanks again. Okay. Mm -hmm.